This is Good Hope FM News. Good morning. The EFS says the response of Parliament to the Constitutional Court's judgment on the Nkandla report shows a lack of constitutional literacy. Yesterday, National Assembly Speaker Balagambete addressed the media on the implications of the judgment on the National Assembly. While Bete said Parliament respects the decision of the Constitutional Court, she also made it clear that she will not resign following the judgment. EFF spokesperson Buisen Ndlozi. The Speaker of Parliament has once more demonstrated appalling levels of constitutional illiteracy. The very reason why in the first place we had a court of law resolving things that Parliament in the first place should have gotten right. Meanwhile, the Speaker of the National Assembly, Balagambete, and NCOP Chairperson Tandi Mudise say they won't resign following the Concord judgment. Bete added that the judgment is welcomed and the lessons have been learnt. We welcome the judgment because it brings better clarity on the basis of which in future we will not make the same mistakes. I'm not considering resigning. The man who allegedly tried to extort money from Oscar Pistorius by promising to keep the Paralympian out of jail will bring a formal bail application in the Commercial Crimes Court in Pretoria. Tifua Rudzadzi is facing charges of corruption, impersonating an NPA official and an alternative charge of extortion. The 33-year-old was arrested in a sting operation by the Hawks after Pistorius alerted the police. Rudzadzi, who has four previous convictions, allegedly tried to extort 250,000 rand from Pistorius. The state has indicated that it will oppose bail. The two suspects in custody for the kidnapping and robbing of senior SABC investigative journalist Jacques Steenkamp are expected to appear in the Krugersdorp Magistrates' Court today. Steenkamp was held hostage on Friday by a gang of Nigerian nationals in the area west of Johannesburg while he was working on a story on child trafficking and prostitution. He was released after nearly two hours when the suspects withdrew 5,000 rand from his bank account. Khateng Pilik's Police spokesperson Notolo Queza has confirmed that police nabbed the suspects during a raid in Krugersdorp. Two suspects have been arrested. The suspects are aged 36 and 26. They were arrested in Krugersdorp and they will be appearing in court. They are charged with kidnapping and robbery. And finally, Myanmar's Upper House of Parliament has approved a bill that gives the National League for Democracy leader Aung San Suu Kyi a powerful government role. This is despite opposition from the military on the third day of the party's new administration. The bill creates the post of state councillor and would allow the Nobel laureate to coordinate ministers and influence the executive. It will help Suu Kyi avoid a constitution written under the former junta that prevents her leading the country because her two sons are not Myanmar citizens. The BBC's Jonah Fisher reports. Myanmar's government ministries are highly bureaucratic. So when Aung San Suu Kyi put herself in charge of four of the most important portfolios, many shook their heads. Now, less than a week after the new government was sworn in, Ms Suu Kyi has appointed two former civil servants to replace her at the ministries of education and energy. It's a solution that should allow much-needed reforms to take place, with Ms Suu Kyi one step back, controlling things from the soon-to-be-created role of state councillor. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Sibs Matiela.